This podcast And now two guys so stupid that they don't know how to do a podcast intro. It's Barry and Bay. That's us. Oh yeah. On June 15th, 2017. Hey Dave. Hey Bear. What's happening? Oh, you know, living the dream. Dreaming to live or is you living a dream? Trying to, trying to. Yeah, no been, doubt. A, been a rough couple of weeks. Yeah, you're telling me, man. You and me both. We haven't actually had a summer yet. It's, it's no. raining outside. It's it is raining, ladies and gentlemen. We are in the rain. We're always in the rain. Now. We've had a couple of nice little bits, but nothing. It's a bit, so it's not like we've had no consecutively good weather. No, definitely not. Which kind of sucks, uh, but it's scary. Yeah, well, we'll get there eventually. We get so. a big long weekend in a couple of weeks. We're heading up north. Going to do Canada Day celebrations. Up in 108 Mile. 108. Yeah. Hopefully that weather we is. We should do a show up there. That'd we be should. Fun. Hey, we could do that. I have lots of people to interview. Yeah, we could do that, actually. We should. All hey. the way up in 108. 108. That sounds like a plan. There you go. We've made plans already. We Look have at made us go. plans. Whoop, whoop. So what's going on, Bear? Ah, what's new know. in the auto world? Oh, no, I don't know. Nothing. Same Nothing. Same yeah, there's junk. some new stuff. You know, before we get into anything, yeah. I have to... Uh, oh, here we go. What do we got? I, I kind of have to back on my word a little bit. You know, sometimes you say things, and and you you shouldn't have said it. What'd you say? Um, um, what I mean, this is thing. It's just revolving what the, around the Volvo XC90. What about the Volvo XC90? The supercharged, turbocharged. It's not the XC. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You don't like it? Well, I mean, remember I've talked about that, and mm-hmm. I said there's no way anybody should ever say I got a supercharged, turbocharged motor. Yeah. That just sounds wrong, you know. It, it sounds. No. It sounds expensive. It sounds. Well, it sounds expensive. It just doesn't sound right. Well, one of my heroes, welder up, Steve Darnell, and and supercharged and turbocharged a vehicle. Hey. Now, he took a five point nine liter Cummins. Yep. Mounted two six seventy one blowers under the top of it, and then turbocharged each one of those blowers. That's nice. So that's just turbocharged, supercharged. But you know, the only reason he does that is because he goes over the top. Will it make any more power? It shouldn't. I mean, a supercharger, you're spinning at a certain speed. It generates so much boost. Just because you feed it with a lot of boost, you know, it, that's not going to make a difference. You're still going to get the same output from the supercharger. So, But it looks really cool. So I still, even though I have to go back and say that I would never think that a supercharged turbocharged motor is cool, that is kind of cool. It looks like a beast, and he, it's all chain-driven. Well, it stops the leg. The, the whole point of the supercharger is to stop that leg, right? With turbocharged yeah. engines, there's going to be some lag time, enough time for that right. turbo to spool up. You put a supercharger in it, it helps. Well, this turbocharge, there's two turbos. Each one of the turbos feeds directly into the top of the supercharger. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, and it's all chain-driven. Oh, it's wow. Oh, man, it's just cool. So, even though I still think that a four-cylinder but supercharged that's a different turbocharged thing, motor... You're building, like, a car that you... That, that guy's not building a daily driver. Oh, God, no. This thing's... A so, base, it's a different man. different atmosphere, different it, thing. Totally different. But I did say that the supercharged turbocharged motor is wrong. It's not. I mean, they did it with... Unless it's done by Steve Darnell. Mazda, Mazda kind of did the same thing. They did a twin turbo right. RX-7, where yeah. they used one smaller turbo to feed a bigger turbo, yeah. which essentially they got rid of the leg. They yeah. were trying to get rid of the leg, yeah. so each turbo would run at different RPMs, which is a whole lot of too much. Yeah, sequential. Much. Yeah. yeah, sequential turbos. But aren't the right. uh, the new uh, the the with the Ford the uh, EcoBoosts right. aren't those basically the same thing? One turbo feeding another. I don't. I didn't know that. I, no, because they're different. They're a little bit. Uh, they're a V six, right? Yeah. It's V6. So they got each each side is each turbo does each side. I would. I, I thought. I, I could okay. be totally wrong. Yeah, I thought. I don't. Yeah, that would make logical sense. Duh, hello, yeah. welcome to reality. But it's amazing, like the trucks in like. If you always go back to these trucks in the Canadian and mm-hmm. the American market, like they sit, they sell sixty five hundred trucks per day. Oh God! In yeah. the states. 
yeah, for sure. Like trucks are a huge market, man. Yeah. Like a huge, huge market. You drive down the highway now and look around and see what's passing it. There's very few cars. It's all SUVs and trucks. I mean, it's in the crew cab truck too is what made the truck world go up, right? Like I, I'm and and I don't appreciate that. I mean, I like That's, crew cabs, but I I would go back and make that not happen. They changed the world. Super cabs. I know, but they the crew change cabs the changed the world when it came to everybody bought a truck because now yeah. the whole family. Back in the day, you got an extended cab, but that was not comfortable for your kids. No, wow, you know, I mean, you can't get four the old, adults the old in a crew. Were, you know? Well, you can't really get four full sized adults in an extended cab pickup truck comfortably. We were comfortable when we drove out to thing. I could have shoved my seat forward and put a small fella in behind me. Yeah, and I, yeah you, I'm not you saying had, you, had you could not fit in the back of your truck. Well, with the seat moved up, I do. I've been. I've ridden in the back of my truck. Well, yeah, but you're not you going know? to Ontario. Live. Like, no. Why are you arguing this? You know it's true. Well, yeah, There's no, no, not no. as much room in an extended cab. Four inches. Well, yeah. Anyways. Four inches difference. I. I I disagree, but anyways. On my particular truck. Anyways. The crew cab changed the world because... And I don't, but I don't like them is what I'm saying. Because now trucks are a million dollars. Well, because you can use them for trucks, you can use them for passengers and going to the dump. Right. So do you think that if they didn't do the club cab or mega cab or any of these things, that would be a little bit different? The truck world? Yeah. I think it would have been, yeah. Right? It would be still cool to have a truck because it's a truck, and you buy a truck because you need a truck. Yeah. It wouldn't just be because, oh, I'm just going to buy a truck. Why not? But I still think there's, I mean, obviously, they're trying to um, accommodate a market that uh, wants a truck and a car all in one. And they said, screw the Ranchero. <laughs> we're, we're building a crew cab truck, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, essentially, yeah. that's what they ha- they replaced the crew cab truck. <laughs> Can you imagine a crew cab Ranchero? Ranchero would be a long, ugly car, <laughs> That'd man. That'd be smoke. awesome. I, mean, I guess the Subaru kind of makes the crew cab Rancho looking. Well, but I guess it's the it was the, I the what it's stupid called, Honda yeah. and and the the GM Avalanche. But there is more trucks kind of. in the driveways of people's homes than there are cars. I would yeah. assume now. I mean, that's, you're getting the best of both worlds, especially in a community like Squamish, where majority of the people are mountain bikers, skiers. Yep. The truck works, man. Yep. Now. Take this into this whole climate thing. Everybody's worried about the climate. Everybody's worried about no. the climate, but everybody has a bloody pickup truck. With Nobody worries about the climate. No, they they talk like they do, but they, they exactly. don't really do it. Because, like you said, if they really worried about the climate and it was our priority, we'd be driving thirty six horsepower cars. <laughs> yep. Right, yep. but it's not. Absolutely, and we, we don't care, care about the environment when we we need it to. When we right? need to. When we're sitting at home and yeah. our, uh, and we yeah. want to look like we're trendy. And yeah, that's right. Exactly. Yep. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. But it can't. I mean, I can't argue. The fact that they are one of the best all-around kind of vehicles is a crew cab truck, right? Oh, like huge. small size, not a one-ton. Yeah. Like no, no. You know whether we're talking a Tacoma, yeah. a Frontier, the a Dodge, Canyon, a half-ton. Like, like yeah. your old man's. That's just. I mean, that's got. It's room. a car on. It's a car with a box on it, essentially. Oh, it right? is. Yeah, yeah. You know what I found neat? And I just read an article the other day about how many customers are dissatisfied with new headlights. Like, there's a thing here. There's a rating, IIHS, gives um, headlight rating. Right. Two out of 37 of their SUVs passed their headlight rating. For being too dim? or Yeah, too dim. People And I've had a lot of people come into my shop with brand new Dodges saying, these lights suck. Huh. Can you put in a better bulb? What, what kind of bulbs are in them? Whether they're just the HIDs or, actually I haven't seen a lot of HIDs, but more like just the regular, you know, low budget Bulb, right? Bulb. Like they're not necessarily on the high end vehicles with the, you know, right, right, but right. it's more on the base model vehicles. The lights just hmm. suck in them. Well, I mean, I, I, I mean, HIDs are awesome. Is that be and that is that the reason though? Is because now these people are used to these amazing lights. That's what I might be thinking. Because it's not a it's not all of a sudden it's gotten darker at night. No, right? it's definitely not that. No, but is it just yeah that the fact that we have amazing lights now that people have kind of gotten used to them? Yeah. Then they go back to like a cheaper version. They're like, damn, mm. I can't see. Or even if you're just driving down the road and uh, you know a BMW or something Mercedes comes up and passes you. And it's got the HID lights. When it gets beside you, it's like, oh, my God, I can see everything. My headlights suck. I mean, essentially, they use three different styles of lights now, right? They use a halogen, which yeah. is your base probably light, yeah. the HID, yeah. and then now they got LEDs. LEDs. Right? And they're all different. They have different reflectors in them and blah, blah, blah. But yeah. the, the gist of it is, is that they're not doing their job. Yeah, I'm going to be, I mean, I've always been an HID guy. 
Um, I'm halogen right now. I had an issue with the, the, the relay, remember, yeah. right? So we just threw in the halogens, and I can't see anything. They're horrible. Um, although high beam, they're fantastic. They're I mean, really the f- good on high beam, but low beam, they are really dim. And that yellow color as well, which is never good. But so I've got new headlights coming, and I've opted to go. I was going to go low beam HID and the high beam LED. But the HIDs, as you know, you've got to wire them up. You've got to install relays and ballasts, and it's a big pain in the hoopty. LED are plug and play. You yeah. buy the LED bulb, you plug problem it in. The problem with LED, though, is on, and I've seen this on Volvos, because the Volvos have that bulb indicator out. A yeah. lot of the European vehicles have that, the headlight bulb out. Because they're so low resistance, they don't work in those they cars. You have to put a resistor in it. I now, get it. They, they, all of the ones that I was, because I just bought two different sets. Yeah. Some of the LEDs have like a coil that cools them, a ribbon, like yeah. a copper ribbon that cools them. Some have a fan. I didn't know which one to do, so I bought both. I'm going to try them out. Yeah. But I did notice that pretty much all of them now either come with or have an option for resistor for the resistor. Well, they don't call it the resistor because yeah. then that I mean, we go back to the days when Radio Shack was Radio Shack, right? Yeah. You can walk in and buy a resistor. Oh, my dad has thousands of them. Oh, it, oh, I use them for testing like airbag circuits and stuff. Oh, like yeah, that. they're yeah. amazing. You know, you can't, it's tough to find now, but uh, yeah, they're all color coded to each. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I mean, most kids, I bet you my apprentice could not name what like oh, what God, resistance no. that is by the color. I mean, I can't no. anymore either, but well, I would they forget, did but teach you, that. Yeah. I mean, that was a dr- yeah. you know, well, they'd look at it though and say, hey, why do they put all these stripes on this, yeah, what is this they wouldn't be like, I like no, this I one. gotta look this up <laughs> yeah yeah I just I like the look of this one it's pretty yeah so but I'm curious to it's see it's a changing world though I just think it's funny that today's technology like we're they're they're tested I mean this is a, a light company that tests lights and yeah. they're saying like two out of 37 midsize are not good oh that's amazing and, then, and it's a combination and generally speaking like the high-end ones are really good yeah but then their base models aren't so good. Anything using a halogen. Right. I think halogen, they probably... The, halogen, manu- the LED day. Well, manufacturers just probably gave up, right? And said, eh, we're not going to put a lot of money in these ones. Yeah. These people can upgrade if they want something, right? Well, and it's... I mean, that's all just a big scam as it is anyways. You know? I mean, it's well, cheaper. It would be cheaper one. to build a car all the all with all the same options. You know? Like, if you, if you have options for little lights and different options on your car, you know, when you get your car and it, it has the the button blank in the dash. Yeah. And if you needed that option, the wiring is already all in the car and everything. So really the only thing you're paying for when you buy that option is actually for the switch. Well, some of them, <laughs> like when, if they have an HID module and stuff like that, like, Oh, Oh no. I mean, I mean, that's definitely right. But I mean, it would be easier for them to make the car all the same rather than having to go and change tooling and change the whole assembly line. No, they do that. I mean, yeah. Yeah, just yeah. put them all HID. HIDs are better, or LEDs now. So what I've read online was that the halogens are, are the LED, HIDs are 150% brighter than halogens, and the new generation of LEDs are even brighter. And the standard LEDs is 25 watts, and then you can get a 35 watt or a 45 or 55 watt. So I just got the 35 watt for my low beam and the 55 watt for my high beam. I think the problem is, what if they're too good though? Like you start getting that issue, what if the lights are too good to be blinding people? Well, and that's why I ordered the projectors. Right? right? I don't. You can't. You know, obviously they're gonna have to accommodate that. Whether they tint that front window now because lights are so good, or <laughs> I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, why do they? But that's there's a, always that's how much a, of an idiots we are. We'd actually get to, our headlights to be too bright when we start tinting our windshields because it's too bright. Well, we can't. Yeah, well, no, how not, you just put a dimmer you, light. I know, but like that's what I mean. Like uh, that's that, amazing. You, you're gonna be blinding people. I mean, the better the light. Yeah. Is there a light that doesn't blind people as well, much? Well, what it is is that um, the HIDs and LEDs are supposed to be in a projector housing. Because the projector, we, yeah. you always look when you see a fancy car like a Mercedes they or definitely something like that, use that. You can see the there's a flat line. The light is below the line and not above. Yeah. So a lot of people, like myself, I put HIDs in my truck. I didn't have projectors. So I angled them down a little bit, but most people won't angle them down. So, yeah, people are going to be annoyed, right? Because it's going to look too bright. But I think if you're using the proper projector housing, you should be okay. 
That's what I'm kind of banking on. If I would not, think so. And I'm coming your way, and I blind you. Oopsie. Yeah, it happens. I'm seeing you're not. Yeah. But what happens if he crashes into you because you blinded him? Then you're you're. That's just not smart. Well, I just put my high beams on <laughs> before he hits me, and they're so powerful it'll melt the car. Melt the car. <laughs> no doubt. But it's a major. I mean, that's one of those things. Is visibility is a major issue, right? Yes. And uh, I mean, that's a lot of car crashes you know what man i well I mean, the funny point is those people that can't see out of the their headlights so they're like oh my lights aren't bright enough they're using like five-year-old windshield wipers yeah. <laughs> right yeah, you know exactly. what i mean like yeah i just i'm not bright enough but i can't see because my weird smeared because yeah. i use two twenty dollar wiper blades or whatever right? yeah no doubt i like the light uh, the high i mean yeah i might piss somebody off the only people that ever get pissed off going the other way about my lights being too bright are just those people that are just upset people they're angry people you know what i mean like it doesn't blind anybody and just every now and then you get somebody that's but if they're be adjusted on. right and mine are always adjusted they, right they shouldn't they should no. be pointing down not but, up right some people see you can tell the difference between a halogen and an HID bulb. The different color. Yeah, it's definitely completely a white, different white, look. white light, yeah. If some people see that white light coming, they don't care if it's bright or not. They just flash because they're anti-HID or something, you know? That's all that, that is all about. If your lights are adjusted properly. Um, and I'm driving up and down in the middle of the night to see the sky highway with twists and turns. And lots of animals that like to come out on the road. And I can see those animals from about a mile away. So I'm going to keep doing it. Poor GM, eh? GM's been bought they in the States. Ram yeah. has outsold GM for the third straight month. Who? Ram. Dodge Ram has Dodge built Ram. the silver, beat the Silverado third straight month. It's, oh, yeah. It's got to be that diesel engine. It's not only the diesel engine. I've got a couple of friends that have recently bought them. And um, the, the they Dodge is offering... <laughs> Some amazing Incentives. deals. Amazing deals. My buddy was a long lifetime Ford F-150 guy. Uh, he had a couple of small little issues with his truck. Um, and he went down and he was looking at the new F-150. And, uh, you know, the truck he wanted was like 60 grand. He went into Dodge and he bought a Dodge because they gave it to him for nothing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it is financing, but I... I you know, there's that, and they're cheaper. But the diesel, man, nobody offers a diesel. Nobody no. else offers. That's got to be a bit of an incentive. Well, but but, and I think too that because they offer the diesel, the car people like that. So the non-car people, well, they're the ones that have the diesel, and they go buy a Hemi, right? Because the diesels are still more expensive, yeah, they're and they're also harder to find. I don't know that they're making as many as they are. Well, the that's Hemis. the whole limbo thing with the mm. whole. Because that, that engine, it has been flagged by yep. the EPA, but it's not been flagged like they did the Volkswagen, right? Like, it was yeah, like, you can't I sell it. They're still selling Dodges. Yeah. So what's the difference between the Dodge and, it's, well, Fiat, I guess. Is that, stupid. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I'm curious if that's going to affect Ford at all with their new uh, diesel. I was down in the States on the weekend there. Mm -hmm. I could not believe how many cars down there. I think the average age of a car down there is older than it is here. I'm like, we're talking hmm. over the... I think there's more older cars driving on the road there than there is here. Okay. I could be wrong, hmm. but I think there is. I think maybe because their aftermarket is better than ours. Cheaper. Well, I know... I, I, that's my point, is that people cheaper. can fix their car for cheaper in the States, so they're going to hold on to it longer. Like, we are getting hammered up here we in Canada. We are getting hammered. I just ordered those headlights, brand new headlights yeah. and a little grill, um, and I'm having it shipped to an address in the States and going to go down and pick it up. I don't care if I pay duty. Yeah. It'll basically be GST when I bring it across the so border. So why are we... If they even charge me, but it was less than half the price. I mean, even if you put the Canadian dollar on par with the States, there is still a... Like, it's still quite significant difference in price, right? Yeah. I mean, I guess there's more... There's obviously a population density in the States that are over well, ours. There's a density. <laughs> but there's also... The fact that every single car in the States has aftermarket rims on it. Like, is it cheaper to put aftermarket rims Okay, that much cheaper? Like, do they have you, you, you don't even know how it works. What do you mean? You, they've got so many aftermarket rim stores, yeah. especially when you get down Les in the Schwab's, south, like every, Texas, it, Texas oh. and stuff like that, where you go in, they put wheels and tires on your truck, and you just send them 30 bucks a month. 
Or did they finance the wheels and tires? It's all finance. But we're talking like I I get that to a point, but it, it can't be all. They there's a like they have there's to be that much cheaper. There's a lot. Every second vehicle down there was on wheels. Well, but, the, but there's a lot of differences between Canada and the states. I mean, um, you know, title loans on cars. Yeah. Right, a lot of people go get title loans on cars. You can get your cars repairs financed, and well, I guess there's always that too. Eh? It it does, you know. So it is easier to fix your car. You just had somebody walk into the shop here with a Subaru that's got a possibly bad motor, you know, and he's looking at four or five thousand dollars to replace the motor in this thing. Well, if he was in the states, it'd be a hundred and forty dollars a month. Yeah, right? yeah, well, that's guess. pretty cheap. So you're just doing that, right? Yeah. So I, I think that might be part so of So we that. should start financing wheels and tires, is what you're saying? I, you know, I've been looking into this well, for Canadian quite a long time. Canadian Tire does, though, right? Canadian Tire does that one year, no interest free, and they yep. sell wheels and tires. Yeah. Not that I'm promoting Canadian Tire. No, no, and I don't But how come Canadian Tire is not, like, killing it? Like, that, I mean, that's, <laughs> maybe it's just a Squamish one. Maybe other Canadian Tires do kill it. Yeah. But, like, they, they, to me, they should be, if you're willing to finance a customer for a year on an automotive repair, who wouldn't go there? Yeah. Right? Yeah, I don't know that their selection is going to be. Their selection on wheels and tires? Yeah. I think maybe, they're pretty good, man. They're a big bulk store. I've never really noticed wheels at Canadian Tire. Yeah, I they didn't did. even know you can get wheels. Well, I don't know if it's tire. just our Canadian Tire maybe lacking in that. In yeah. that, in that I, mean, we are, I mean, Canadian Tire and Squamish is like any business in the lower main that right now hurting for employees. Can't get enough people to come oh, here yeah, because the cost of living is so high. Yeah, yeah. So maybe that's just it. I, I don't know. But yeah. they to me, if you can find out, if you're going to finance repairs, that would be the place that majority. I mean, maybe that's not true, though. I don't know. Majority of clients, are, you know, most people have visas so, or whatever, right? But Well, in essence, some of them are financing it themselves or people budget and realize that yeah. it's going to cost you money to fix crap, right? So, yeah, you yeah. know. It was so fun. We were down in Seattle for the weekend and... Uh, I honestly think there's way more supercars in Vancouver or like that oh, elite yeah, level absolutely. cars. Yeah. But I did see a McLaren. <laughs> there was a McLaren. Yeah. And it's going down like I don't know if any of our listeners have been down dare to Pike, I, dare Pike I Place. Ask you what kind of McLaren? It was a really good one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was a super good one. Was it an MP four twelve C? No, I think it was a P one. I think <laughs> oh, it was nice. a P one. And it was like it was and it was nice. Like it was but he's going down to Pike Market and it's cobblestone bricks. Yeah. Like that clearance on those like maybe four inches on that yeah, car. Yeah. But actually it, And it, it's like scraping down this brick road you hear it going It was <laughs> scraping? Yes. He's got a button to lift it up. I don't care, but you like like you like how like you're smart enough that you must have at some point made some money that you can afford a McLaren or you inherited it. Yeah. Do not drive it down a brick road. No. Like who like <laughs> that's just my point. These people that are buying these supercars, yep. they're not, they, they, it's gotta be family money because yep. they like yep. if I was to buy a McLaren, it would sit in my garage the day I went to the racetrack. Yeah, exactly. Or I went yeah. out with, you know, trying to impress a girl if yeah. I wasn't married. You know what I mean? Like, yep. I wouldn't be taking it down mm. a train track, gravel road, no. pit it out. Like, did they just not know what they have? Yeah. Like, does money not mean that much to them? That I they're, think so. That's I crazy. So. Take I mean, that I money watched a little me. show the other day about, uh, you know, a guy buying a, what was it? It was like a 66 or something. Um, DB DB four, okay. That was had some race pedigree and stuff like that, and he bought it because he wanted to take it to Pebble Beach That's and try cool and win car. Pebble Beach, which he didn't. So, and he bought the car for like twenty five million dollars, and then sent it away to have it all rebuilt because he wanted a perfect for Pebble Beach. So he's got thirty million dollars into this car, and he didn't win. And I mean, it's still cool. He collects Aston Martins, and and I mean, God bless him and everything like that. But so mm-hmm. I'm just saying, yeah, 25 mil. He threw away 25 million dollars into this thing. So no, some people they just don't give a rat's ass. And I just, you know? just and, yeah. and 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 take this to the next level, though. Take this to the who. Take this to the who. Who? Exactly the who. I don't know. Driving a Rolls Royce into a pool. Yeah. No, I get it. Well, so they don't care about the money. There are some people that don't care. I know, but like to me, the McLaren, it's crazy. you should respect a McLaren. Like the McLaren, whoever well, sold them that yeah, car should say, like, yeah. you can, like, you should, the, the, this, the technology alone in that car I know. is crazy, right? Like, yeah. and to just drive it as a daily driver, it seems like to me, as just Stupid. a waste and a showboat. And well, McLaren, thing. to me, McLaren's kind of 
kind of screwed up. But you don't like buy buy one of those Bentley SUVs or the Porsche exactly. Cayenne SUVs yeah, yeah. and drive it daily driver. Don't drive a freaking McLaren. Those are about a third the price. Ex- well, yeah. no, some of them. The new Bentley. Yeah. The Bentley SUV is third the price of a McLaren? Well, no, the Bentley is something like 400 Well, how much do you think like that, that McLaren P1 went for? About a million bucks. Yeah, really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So you're taking a million bucks <laughs> and just, like, trashing it. Yeah. Like, speak I've, of supercars. Speak of them. And trashing them. Oh, yeah, Richard Hammond. Richard there. Hammond. Ouch, that was an electric oh, car, too. That was an electric, And it caught yeah. on fire. It like, caught big on time. fire. It burnt to the crisp. I don't really know the whole story behind it, but I guess he I, was... There wasn't really much of the story given that I've come across so far. He just came around he a was, corner? It looked From the video I saw, it looks like he just didn't turn into the corner. I think there was a malfunction in the car because... The, the car locked up. Yeah, it looked like it, it, it left it didn't black look like lines he on the road. There was no ABS going on. No. There was, yeah. So something something went matter with that thing. I mean, but people talk bad about him. I mean, he he drove that rocket car, yeah. and it blew a tire while he was doing like four hundred mile an hour. Yeah, well, it's no fault of his. No, you know. So no. same with this one. I don't think it's his fault. No, I I didn't like honestly. It just didn't look like the car turned. Like no, he came he around the one yeah. bend and it just went straight and yeah. he and it like and then he kind of got sideways and then it went yeah. over and That's it didn't even sound like he was on it or nothing yeah like, well electric yeah. car how does it sound wasn't it, I think it was an electric supercar wasn't it <laughs> yeah no, I think it I think he was but it burnt up man. it burnt to the crisp yeah That's crazy yeah yeah so there that and uh, yeah yeah it's electric car burnt to the ground I mean. I mean, is you know, that what we're going like, to start well, seeing? I don't want to use petrol because petrol will burn. I know, but well, is that what we're going to start seeing now, though? Is yeah, that because you got high voltage? Yep. You know, is is yep. these cars going to be melting, heat, man? Yeah. Electric cars? It's, it's questionable. Electric. I was just funny reading. I, was, I guess it would mean you do a lot of reading in the automotive world, but I was doing this, and AA, which I is just look at pictures. AAA, right, is the auto club group of the states, and it. It's like their insurance, right? The basic insurance thing. They're saying but CAA. now they're going to up 30% of their insurance cost on a Tesla because of the cost that they're seeing a cost comeback. Yeah. That their insurance claims are higher than what they're actually charging. Huh. So I'm guess not what? Surprised. You're not saving, buddy. Nope. You're not saving no. by Although, an Although Ontario just re-upped the 14 grand credit that they give. They did. I yeah. know. But that's only... To, I, I'm just, yeah. I, uh, that, that was the guy, though. That was the that guy was that... the guy, yeah. The and guy. he left and went and looked, worked yeah. for Tesla after he yeah, yeah. passed that through. Yeah. Give him 14 Gs. Uh, I, but 30% is a significant increase that's, that's in your insurance lot. cost. I mean, that's I can't. I don't lot. even know what the cost would be for mm. uh, to insure a Tesla in Canada. Mm, I don't know. But if they're saying that they've come across... I mean, I'm yeah, sure... If they raise it, we're raising it. If it's, they get into a car accident, I'm sure the cost of repairs is going to be higher than yep. a typical vehicle, right? Yep. Yep. That's, nobody ever thinks I, of that. No, absolutely. No, absolutely. And you know, well, yeah. Anyways, yep. good. Luck. Yeah, I'm still not... I mean, I'd, I'd love to be a fan of electric cars. I am. I know I'm not. A, I'm we not a. Not, we don't not have a fan. it figured out yet. That's all. Hybrid right now to me, but they don't even do hybrid the way I do it. I can't understand why they can't put like a tiny little two-cylinder diesel engine that is not providing any power quote to the vehicle except for electricity to the battery pack. I don't understand why that's not done, but that's that's me, and I must be kooky because that's <laughs> the way I build them. What was that? Sorry. I'd, I'd have a small, small engine, you know, that just generates electricity. Instead of a battery? Doesn't, it, no, it, well, with batteries. But like big-ass alternator. Yeah, basically a big-ass alternator. I mean, just a generator. The engine will not provide any motion power to yeah. the vehicle. Only provides power to the electric motors. That's to me. That's what a hybrid I, is, I and they take what, it way too far by making an engine that's way too big because it actually drives the vehicle. Like, I mean, how many Priuses again have you been in that the taxis that run never, on electric? They, they never, never do. They're electric, you know. So, but it, they would if it was run the engine to run the, the when your batteries are dead, whatever. Yeah, yeah. That to me, I is think the way Mazda's trying to do that with their. They're trying to hook up a rotary. To, to an electric motor for that. Yeah, but I think it's going to be rotary powers the vehicle plus charges. Not actually just charges. I should just charge. That should mm-hmm. be the only thing. Look at a train. Yeah. They've been making them they like that forever. Diesel generators. Big diesel generator powers electric engines yeah. that, that motors. And that's the, yeah. you know, 
let's point out that an engine and a motor are two different things because I just called it an electric engine, which is not an electric motor. What was it? They're not the same thing? No. Why? No, a motor is like an electric and an engine is like a petrol. A mo- really? So yeah. who? Yeah, that's the I have actual. an electric engine and I have a No. No, I don't? No, you got an electric motor. No? How come? I don't know. Because the engines the have to have pistons or what? Um, no, because you could have a steam engine, but they got pistons too, I guess. But yeah, like what's they, the they have motion. An and engine, a motor. An engine has like. Why can't a motor be? Because it's not doesn't it's it's something like but linear linear or something. See, like a that. motor to me covers it all. I know, and it should, but technically it doesn't. Mm. So you could. So is it really motor trend or is it engine trend? It should be engine trend. Oh, they messed yeah. up oh there. wait, maybe they're way ahead of the game. Uh, yeah, maybe <laughs> right? they are. They're they're waiting well, for they all electric it, vehicles. They, they were thinking, thinking back then they, in the forties. Yeah, no way. <laughs> maybe because awesome. electric was popular and then it went. Nah. Well, the, the first then, vehicles were electric. Yeah. Right. We didn't have and the the internal yeah. combustion engine had not invented. been invented. Yeah. You know, but and it was just much more easier to cart around. Because there is a story that goes that like, like they used to have these trolleys, electric trolleys all around yep. the states, and yep. blah blah blah. They had no buses at this. Well, they had little buses, but they, before gas took off, and then GM and Standard Oil bought up all these trolleys, trashed them, yeah. brought in, and they actually were charged yeah. for monopolizing the market. Yeah. And they converted. Sure, it, they got rid of like electric cars and put buses in cities and. They they got charged like that. Yeah. It's crazy how it our is. world has been shaped by moves like that. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, like who Absolutely. knows where the electric motor could have been by now, right? I don't. Not yeah. a clue. Not a clue. Well, I'm sure it'd be in vehicles, and we wouldn't be relying on fossil fuels to propel us. Yeah, most likely things would be a little bit better. I'd think. Well, the greener again. We don't really know. That's the whole problem with this world today, Barry. That nobody knows. Oh, there's more than one problem. Everybody knows, but nobody knows. Like, because you knows. get to one scientist and they say global warming is not, it doesn't exist. You get another scientist that says, yeah, it does exist. And then you get another scientist say, no, it's just a typical thing that oh, happens yeah. every 4,000 yeah. years. It's and blah, blah, blah. You know, every, there's no def- definite answer. We have more no. unlegit answers than we did answers. Answers. <laughs> we have like, more unknown be- than we did back in the day because we were just oblivious back in the day, so it was just easier. We were oblivious to the am- Amsomer merch. Exactly. <laughs> no, but is it? I, I just tonight we're so confused. We are. Uh, no, we don't know. Society and no. confused because there's so well, many. But it's, but it's uh, like this whole electric thing and I mean, hybrid. I I guess I can I can accept the hybrids, but I don't they're, think they're it's expensive. Be- I you know. I never wanted, like, as the older I got, I never wanted to be those people because I can remember, like, I started my mechanics trade when carburetors were going out and fuel injection oh, was coming yeah. in, right? And I just remember those old mechanics that were like, ah, the stupid fuel injection, overcomplicated, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And like, it's not any better. And mm-hmm. I never wanted to be that guy. I wanted to be, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, keeping up with Look technology. This new stuff is good. Yeah, yeah it's good. You know, no, guys, let's try it. Yeah. And I... Honestly, and I and you can listen to the other podcasts that I've done, and, yeah. and I'm not a big technology guy by any means, but I do support it. And there is some things that I like about what technology has done in the automotive field, but there's also some I don't like. Right. But I don't. I never want to be that guy. Was that like that? I, I don't know. Yeah, I hear you. And I'm just, it, I'm just confused and trying to question your age here because they did fuel injected cars in the 50s. Well, until they <laughs> went mainstream, right? I know, like, I'm giving you a hard time. There was a definitely, Arr. in the domestic market at least, there was a definitely yeah. change in the 90s. In the yeah, late 80s, early yeah. 90s, I'd say. To, yeah. like, when to they had the feedback, you know, there was feedback carburetors. Yeah. And again, like I might, when I first got into it, I worked at, at a, not at a dealership, so I wouldn't have, I would have saw the five-year older cars, right? Right. I wouldn't necessarily seen the brand, the new, brand ones new ones coming yeah. out. Um, yeah, and I I just I can mm-hmm. I distinctly remember seeing, you know some old mechanics that were these these things too many things too many wires too many things can go wrong. Well, they're not wrong. No, I, I, mean, I get it. The fuel yeah. the carburetor, you know. I'd still my old versus new. I'd love to go back and compare and see uh, the carburetor. I mean, you can't complain. You can't compare cold starts and altitude changes. To like oh God no! Yeah, a fuel injected motor, right? Yep. I mean, that's their benefit, right yep. there. They Absolutely. can adjust for that kind of stuff. Yep. Where the carburetor, you said it, it's done, right? Yeah, yeah. And they definitely got better. Out. They definitely hundred percent got better. Yep. But if you're in a in a truck rally doing a hill climb, I'd prefer doing it in a fuel injected vehicle buggy, than yeah. you know a carburetor with a float bowl. Yeah. 
right? Obviously, yeah, the technology of carburetors has gotten better, but they're not g- they're not the reliability. Yeah, yeah, I mean that's true. I mean, technology, even like the points ignition, right? Like right now, I got an old '77 bus Volkswagen bus in here. Then I'm putting an HEI kit in. Oh, God, yeah. And I was just going to say, like, you're not redoing the points, are no, you? No, no. He he kind of wanted me to because he was really worried about the whole collector's thing. But I'm like, no, they I think I'm pretty sure they don't mind you putting an HEI kit in. A, Keep the points in a box or in a bag. Yeah. yeah. So if there you were worry kids, about the collector thing, here's the points ignition. Here. Take a picture. It's it's You're not modifying anything. You might have to shave a little bit of the distributor cap so you can fit the wire, but I'm I'm pretty it. I'm pretty sure that it is not the case. I think they do let you put them in. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, like Pebble Beach? Hell no. Really? Oh, God, yeah. They no, no, no. have points? No, it's 100% factory original. Wow. Yeah, absolutely. But something like that and... It's, it's I mean, nice, that kind of car, you know... It's a nice not, bus. I know, but, but if you're going to Pebble Beach with your car, so it's bus. not a daily driver, right? Right. I'm talking daily driver. You know, they... they oh, yeah, no, no, no. I mean, yeah, a, a yeah. 100%. Yeah. Better, 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 better. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So GM crapped the bed again, too. Hey, there was that Mustang thing we read about the Mustangs and how they had problems shifting on the track. All right. Well, the Z06, 2000 Z06, yeah. it is doing, it's overheating when you track it on the track. Yeah, really, yeah. Like, you buy a brand new car. It's got well, overheat. my and they, like, argument, but, and I'm not a Corvette fan, never mind anything else, they finally have made that vet into... Not only a a performance looking car, it's it's got some some skills. It it is a good performing car, and it's running in the league with cars that are two, three, four, five times as expensive. Yeah. So it's got to have shortfall somewhere. You, know, you can't man, build you, a for you can't build you a advertise for a track ready car. Right, it should be track ready. You should yeah. on a brand new car. You don't have to worry about overheating. Yeah, right. Yep. Or, yeah, you wouldn't think. No, you I'm just making. I mean, they don't worry. Do they worry mind. about it on the when they're racing their car? Like Corvettes, obviously, yeah. in some races. Like, yeah. I don't know. I, don't, I guess. How I do they? Have no idea. Yeah, I don't know either. Like, it, but. You, you would think it's track ready. It's track ready. And I get it. Like, and honestly, honestly, I get like you said, but GM and Ford should take responsibility for that. Yeah, like you're when you yeah, when you yeah, sign yeah. the oh, papers, yeah. like you're buying a brand, and then they're saying no, you're, you it's not. Yeah, we're not. You guys are screwed. There's like one thing I always liked about Jeep, you know, that they always advertised and everything about going off road, and if you went off road and broke something off road, then they just fixed it. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, well, they tell you to in the new ones. Like, yeah, it's like, exactly. This is an off road like, vehicle. Go use it. That's really cool. So they should be they should, Ford and Chevy and everybody should be taking this attitude. I'm selling you a track day car. Take it to the track. Yeah. Oh, there's a problem with all of them. Well, let's fix that. Yeah. Because we, we sold you a track day car. Exactly. Yeah. But it's it's no difference than like you know I see like with <laughs> nowadays with the airlines, you buy a ticket for the airline, you might not get on the plane anymore. It's the most retarded. You know, or you get a hotel room and they overbook the hotels now. Do you know what? Right? Like it's like that they don't have response. Consumers have no. Yeah. No trust in con- buying things now. Like, yeah. I would think if you paid a thousand bucks, comes right out of your visa for a flight to fly somewhere on a certain date at a certain time, you should get guaranteed oh, to I'd get be on, that, on flight, that plane. Right? Yeah. If you book a hotel, no matter if it's online or not, you book that hotel, you've paid for it. that hotel, they should not have a problem with too many rooms. Like, no. somebody's system isn't working. Yeah. Well, see, if a hotel, then you'll get taken care of. They'll yeah, send you to another place. They'll pay for your cab. They'll do they whatever. Should. The fact that the government tells the airlines that it's okay for them to oversell seats, that's just retarded. That is, that well, is horrible. Because WestJet does this thing where they don't do that, right? Right. But they also run their pilots so they can't fly. Because I had a friend that they, they missed their flight at 9 a.m. morning because of how because WestJet said, well, our pilots are over hours. They can't fly. Right. So, wow. You know, okay, yeah, so you're not overbooked, but you overbooked your pilot. So you won't overbook the customer, but you're overbooked the amount of pilots you have. Screwed everybody. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I just, they well, have that, no, that, there's no that, credibility. I, I know a little bit about the airline industry, and they, pilots weren't out of, the pilots were out of hours. But those pilots were on their way home, and the pilot that was supposed to come and take the flight 
never showed up for work. Could be. That's what probably happened there because that I can't. I, but I don't know. They lied. I try and give humanity credit. I just try Why? and give humanity. credit. I think it's to the point now that we, there's silly. no accountability. I mean, there's no, no. accountability you know in any but society when manufacturing. Yes, there is. A, you know what it's got to be? It's you and me, and it's the the people listening to this. Oh, it's like okay, that airline thing, that first one when the when they got kicked, the guy get kicked off the plane or whatever. Um, if I was on that flight, I would have just stood up and said no. But Everybody he- on this plane, stand up. They're not kicking this guy off the plane so one of their staff members can get a free ride to Denver. Yeah. And if everybody stood up on that plane with me, which they would have because I would have made everybody stand up with me, there would have been no problem. It, problem solved. The, the the airline would have said, well, crap, now we got to take everybody off the plane. We can't, well, I'm, we're good. No, it, this is it. Right? That would have solved the problem. Nobody stands up for anybody. Nobody anymore. stands up for anybody. Nobody cares. Everybody sat there. Oh, they don't take my seat. Oh, well, that we, poor we have, guy. Our I'm going to videotape there. this so I can go viral on YouTube. Our buddy there. Stupid he, uh, humans. You know, Ross, God love him, right? He's an amazing guy. Oh, he's, yeah, he's, 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 he's But he had some guy knock on his door the other day at his house and was like, look, man, my car broke down. I'm your neighbor. I, I, I just, I'm just around the corner. I need... You know, 30, 40 bucks to get a tow truck to come take my thing. And uh, it was more than 30, 40 bucks. Was it? it? I don't know. I thought it was like a buck and a half or something. 150? I think so. Jeez, Ross. Yeah. Anyway, so he, you know, the guy seemed like a decent dude, right? So, buddy gave him the 150 bucks. Never sees the guy again. Never seen him again. Like, you. But you know what? Society and- is making us unfriendly. Sometimes you kind of question that, and you're like, oh, I just wish there was a little bit of, uh, you know, faith in humanity, blah, blah, blah. But Ross, Ross is the guy that has that faith in humanity because he's the guy that gave him the cash. Well, there's right? lots of guys like Ross, but you think Ross will do it? Oh, he probably will. Yeah. <laughs> but he is just an amazing guy. But, like, I just I just think we're, like, you can't, we're so, that example I won't give somebody money now. No, you know, I, I I won't because I'm not giving 150 bucks to somebody where I could give it to my kids. Like I, there's no, you know, I just I, I don't do those kind of things anymore. Because no. in this time day and age, your word is not your. You bond. want to, you want well, to do it. I would do it for sure. But, I would. I try to help people yeah. as much as I can, but I will not do can't. that randomly now just because of the you get stung. Yeah. And then you get, yep. you know, we're obviously Ross is a, is a fairly positive guy, so he'll get through this. But, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I... I uh, He'd get through it. He was laughing about it and posting it on Facebook. I know, I mean, but that's... He's, it's just, I, that would drive me, but I would go find that guy, and I would take everything he had. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Every absolutely. Every $150 worth. Oh, more than $150 really? worth You know, I just... Yeah. I, 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 I know. You'd be sorry. But we are so... Our whole society nowadays is set up to not trust. I mean, and you get that with mechanics, and that's why yeah. we are trying to, you know, get this consumer automotive yep. act through, yeah. Yeah. so that we put some credibility back in there. You know, we don't want to be like Donald Trump and say shouldn't, one thing and mean the other, right? Like, shouldn't have to be forced. It shouldn't be, but it, it's just the way it is yeah. now, right? Well, like that's the way. The like world you know, works. back in the day, you know, I br- I was brought up in a household. If I gave my handshake to another man, it's, your, your it's my word is my bond, and, and it would and it meant something, right? Nowadays, it's like yeah, whatever. Yeah. No, it's, it's everybody's doing. Everybody's lying, so I can lie too, right? Yeah, exactly. It's like that mass thing, right? Yep. I can treat people like crap because everybody else treats people like crap. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Sad world, man. Yep. You know it is. And we see it in every that's aspect like of this, our life, though. That's why I like, like to stay parts. In my little click. I know, but we see it even in car parts, right? Oh, like, it's, yeah. You know, you're seeing it in 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 manufacturing process that people yeah. just get in everything. In man. everything. There's nothing. It's not in. I know. It's in everything. It's take as much as you can. Take, with putting, take, 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 take. And that's why you can afford to buy million-dollar McLarens and drive them down a brick road. <laughs> right? Because people are making way too much money. But the money. worst part is, is that there's a button that lifts the car up. Maybe it was lifted. Because like, what, I've, what I have read is that it's like, so it goes from two-inch to race mode up to five-inch. Right. Right? So it does raise, but only five inches. Like, only three inches it raises up. Like I'm, I'm talking a cobblestone brick. Like, like this guy would have took out his oil pan. Like I know, and you can hear it grinding as he go. Like, and he doesn't even stop. 
It's amazing. <sighs> Anyways. Speaking of lifting, cars lifting and lowering. Yeah. My buddy did just get the new uh, new Dodge. Okay. Oh, and, he's got the uh, air ride? He's got that airlift thing. Kind of cool. You like Kinda it? Kind of cool. Well, no, $1,700 option that's going to last three, three, five months. Yeah, thing, air, you know, well, I, they tend to last about eight years, and then the airbags crack. And uh, I don't even yeah. think it'll last that long because it's all computer controlled. So when you lock the doors, every, all the down. windows and everything's got to be closed, but you lock the doors, it lowers. Yeah. You know, so repeated use of lifting and lowering and raising and lowering and all, I don't think it's going to last that long. Uh, remember, we're talking about a Dodge. And they don't have the Sorry, towing capacity of... Oh, no. Well, the, yeah. the airbag ride didn't have... Because uh, my dad had that option when he bought his truck, and oh. the towing capacity went down quite significantly oh, having geez. the air ride. Weird. Yeah. Well, because they are coil, like it's a coil option, but at least with the coil option, you can supplement it with an airbag. Yeah. You like know, an aftermarket OEM oh, yeah. yeah, airbag take. But you can't with the air ride. Huh. Wow. Yeah, and you can't put a fifth wheel hitch in the back either. Oh, I didn't know that. There you with go. with an air ride, Dodge air ride. Yeah. I've never been a big well, fan of air ride. Well, the only reason he's got to pick up is so he can take his dogs. Yeah, <laughs> I like I like the air ride. Like I I like it in cars. But again, uh, it's not it, longevity it's not, is a big issue. Longevity and it's not the best ride in the world. I mean, you blow an airbag in a BMW X5 and it, it's a thousand bucks. Where a spring is two hundred. Yeah. yeah, that's right? a little much. Well, we had a Mercedes in here the other day with oh, Air yeah. Ride. And the module went and this went and uh, it needed to be programmed, so we sent it to Mercedes. His bill was 12 Gs. Ow. 12 grand just so you could drive your car. Wow. I know. Crazy. That's amazing. Yep. It's ridiculous, is what it is. No, I know. I mean, 12, yeah. I mean, crazy. But if you can afford that Mercedes, you can afford 12 grand, apparently, is what they're saying. Uh, no the problem is, is you can't afford that Mercedes. You can afford that monthly payment, but you can't afford the Mercedes. Right, yeah. Can. Nobody. So, you know, uh, and I didn't know this. What's that? Asbestos brakes. Yeah. Why are we still making asbestos brakes? Do they? Yeah. On what? Uh, the flow of asbestos brake shoes in Canada fell nearly one-third in 2016. And they're saying the uh, automotive industry is giving them another year and a half to update their inventory. Huh. 2018, we're not there yet, but they're still selling asbestos brakes. For like old cars? I have no idea. I, d I don't know what vehicles, but they, they, it doesn't matter. I don't care. I've never it's known it as an issue brakes. in the trade, like 20 That's years I've been in the trade. I've amazing. never known it as an issue. I mean, I worked at one shop that literally, like, if you blew out some brakes, you had to put, like, they had this huge vacuum thing that sucked the dust up. So oh, of course. Went. So you should, yeah. Yeah. Now we keep the doors open. Amazing. Very clean. Yeah. Asbestos. Yeah, just I just yeah. Well, Volvo's. Uh, I guess they've been having such good luck with that XC ninety. They're doing an XC sixty lotch where they're cherry picking all the good things from the well that uh, new XC ninety. Uh, the uh, the S sixty. Um, I forget what the model is, but uh, it be it 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 the it Polestar. Took, the Polestar, yeah, it took a record at Nuremberg, eh? In it's, it's class and I know, but I still, just, like it doesn't. <laughs> I mean, give it to Volvo though, man. They're pushing it now. I mean, yeah. they had the when Ford owned them, Volvo did nothing. No, nope. Ford just essentially stole their technology and then sold them. Yep. And now their Volvo's actually coming back, man. So you're saying we should buy Fords because they're Volvos? Well, some of the older Tauruses yeah. looked a lot like Volvos. Yeah, yeah, they did a little bit. Yeah. You know, they, I'm sure they took a lot of that technology, that all-wheel drive technology. Hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of common, common, common things with Fords and Volvos. Yeah, they do rip. Yeah, they no, they're not. I still remember that T5R. The S60s, that man, they don't turn though. No. They never like in a parking lot. You're like ten point turn. Jeez. Yeah, they're bad. I think it should be. They're more of a highway. I mean, they're more of a European car, like the Autobahn kind of thing, right? Yep. They're not. They're not necessarily. Yeah, Jeep Liberties are having an airbag issue. Who isn't? Yeah, that's true. I'm having an airbag issue right now. They're, uh, Transport Canada is watching a U.S. investigation that there's 105,000 Jeep Liberty SUVs from starting from the 2012 models that have failing airbag control computers. So now, like, they put them to save you. But there's no complaints in Canada. Nothing, eh? So what, what the module's actually just I, yeah, toasting? Fails. 
Ford's recalling about 12,000 Fiestas. Fiestas. From 2011, because exposure to road salt could corrode fuses in the engine compartment. Huh. Cause it to stall out. Wow, go figure. That's a recall, though. Yeah, that's, that'd be a... Yeah. There's so many out there now, man. But, I, you know, I, and we keep saying, like, is it just today? But I, there's way more vehicles on the road. They're making so many these days. Like, how many? Oh, it's make? crazy. It's, it's, yeah. It's insane. And, I, and, and at least in Canada, we are set up that it is easier to finance a brand new vehicle than it is to buy any secondhand vehicle. Mm hmm. Like, they're, they want your money. Yep. Ford is, uh, this one's brilliant. Is it? Ford is looking for a replacement for carbon fiber. Ooh. Bamboo. You want some bamboo? They actually think that uh, it's exploring ways to use bamboo with resins to uh, create car parts. It's supposed to be pretty strong, right? I'm like, <laughs> makes sense, but why well, hadn't it been done already? I don't know. The bamboo's been around for a long time. Resins have been around for a long time. I think so. Did somebody just miss the math on this one? Let's make some bamboo cars. You know, I, bamboo's great stuff. It's so renewable and everything. It's amazing. But I uh, think stuff grows like weeds, man. Can you imagine you having your, your, you know, your bamboo chassis high performance car? What are you driving? <laughs> what are you what are you driving? Okey bamboo. Dokey. Yeah, bamboo. Rolling on some bamboo. Bamboo with my Point six liter turbocharged supercharged V five multi electronic fuel injected normally aspirated turbocharger somewhere in there, yeah, something like that. Which all of that is complete nonsense. No, it's stupid. It's actually pretty stupid, Barry. Yeah, it is pretty stupid. But we are. So this Havilar, did we talk about that Havilar company, Canadian company? They've got a uh, an all wheel drive battery powered pickup. Huh? Oh yeah, they were. Yeah, I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, kind of interesting. I mean, we'll wait and see if that actually comes out. And uh, wonder what his towing capacity is. Yeah, well, it's going to be questionable. But like you said, I mean, these people don't really—they're not looking for towing capacity. They're not looking for any of this. They're looking for a truck to put your dogs in the back. Yeah. Right, and that's all you're looking for cargo a truck hauler. for. So I let it cargo capacity of six hundred pounds. Yeah. Good enough, right? Um, you know. Uh, the world is changing, man. Yeah, it's always changing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that bison is uh looks looks kind of cool. It looks a little weird, a little future futuristic. It's definitely um, not. It can handle a 54% hill start and a 21% hill start with a full load. However, they didn't tell me how loaded the full load is. Well, and it doesn't really look like a truck. Um, no, well, it might have. Uh, it's uh, supposed to be good for for like cold weather and stuff. I mean, it's it's Canadian. It's a yeah. steel steel frame with car steel space frame with carbon f fiber and reinforced. Like, when somebody decides they want to build a their own vehicle, like you have to go. To, I guess you go to the bank get some funding. Yeah, it's got to be quite a bit of money. Yep. Like how long did how much money did Elon Musk have to start Tesla? Well, he's got more money than anybody. Yeah, I guess so. I wonder what his car collection looks like. Yeah, I don't know. Is it? I mean, maybe he's not a car guy. Well, he's got to be a bit of a car guy. Yeah, you think maybe. I'm googling it. I gotta find out. He's. I mean, you know, I don't know. The you don't think he's a car space guy? Space thing and. Uh, no. I, I want, we're Googling it right no. now. Let's find out what this, the, the inventor of the electric Tesla. We're going, I, I'm sure it's all supercars, right? Like, um, well, I'm sure he's got them just because he's got money. You know, the, the only reason he's got cars, I mean, they're investments, right? I mean, these things don't go down in value. The guy I talked about earlier, they spent $25 million on that DB4. Oh, uh, yeah. Next year, it's going to be worth $30 million, So First car he got, yeah. according to Business Insider. It was a 1978 BMW 320i. Uh, not a car guy. <laughs> no, that's a cool yeah. car. No, it's not. He also got a 67 E-Type Jaguar. Everybody has one of those nowadays. I love those cars, man. Yeah. I'm liking this guy. He's got a McLaren F1. He's got an F1. That's cool. Yeah. What else does he got here? 
Those are all just money cars, though, now. That's all that those are. Well, the only car that he's ever owned that was any cool was just the BMW. Hmm. I don't take him as a car guy. No, I, you I don't? I just don't. I mean, uh, the, McLaren F1, a- the McLaren F1 is it's millions and millions of dollars right now, and next week it's going to be even more millions of dollars. It's a great investment. He's and you don't ever want to drive it. Well, of course, James- the Lotus, because that's well, what He's got the one from the James Bond, the spy who loved me. Yeah. Well, the white the, one? Yeah. It was a fake car. The Lotus Esprit? Yeah, the one in James Bond movie. There's been there've been lots of documentaries about it. The one that went underwater and stuff. It was all like makeshift. Audi Q7. Yay. Well, that's a good grocery getter. Porsche 911. Mm. Sadly, new one. BMW M5. Hmm. He's had a bunch of cars, and they're not like totally. I would say hmm. he's yeah, he's not really a car guy. Is he? No, <laughs> no, you got nothing. Yeah, no, I mean the Porsche is cool, and M5 is great, but the BMW 320i is kind of the coolest no. one, I think. You know, like look at like I mean, well, not even Jay Leno. I mean, any of these Tim Allen, he's got a Benford 5100 or 5700 because his shoe weren't a 502 inside of a Caprice. That's a car guy. Elon's not a car guy. I can't see that happening. Yeah, I can't see it either. Yeah. And he should be Batman, so he sucks. Yeah, he should, you would think he would be. Yeah, I mean, he, he's Bruce Wayne, right? He, he's like Bruce like, Wayne. I, you know, I mean, Batman's lair was secret, so maybe Elon has a, a secret lair underground where he goes out and fights crime by using nifty little gadgets, gizmos and gadgets. That's awesome. I, and he, I don't think he is, so he sucks. Because if I was Elon Musk... You know what I'd be saying? What? I'm Batman. I Because <laughs> I'd be Batman. You see, that's why. So Kim Kardashian rolls around in a Rolls Royce ghost. We all know that. Yeah. Taylor Swift, Audi R8. Nice. I don't take Taylor Swift as an Audi R8 girl. No, she's probably an Audi R8 V10, I, so yeah. it totally sucks because it should be an R10. Uh, Nicki Minaj, Bentley Continental GT, totally can see that. Barely know who these people are. Justin Bieber, Ferrari 4, 458 Italia. Is that a good car? It's a 458 Italia. We don't say 458. 458. Four, yeah, four, the Italia is, oh, damn it, that's it's what, gorgeous. That's a Miley Cyrus is driving a McLaren MP4. MP4 12C. Yes. Nice. Miley's got some Selena Gomez, just Selena Gomez, just driving the old BMW X5. I like that girl. Jennifer Lawrence, she's driving a Volt. Wow. I like these people that make that much money. Uh, Jennifer Aston drives a Prius. She does. Bradley Cooper, Mercedes-Benz G55 AMG. Mm, he could nice. be a car guy. Yep. Little Wayne, Aston. Aston Martin, Vanquish. Little Wayne's nice. screwing around in a Vanquish. See that? Beautiful. Rihanna, Beautiful. she likes the Porsche. Nice. 911 Turbo. Yeah. We also got Katy Perry, Audi A5. Ooh, that's kind of... Mm. I think she would have something. Yeah. Not a car person. No. Not LeBron James, person. Maybach 57S. There you go. LeBron James, poor guy, lost, lost eh? Yeah. Um, Those Maybachs, though. Something else. Lots of Jaguars. Angela Jolie, BMW Hydrogen 7. Oh. So she drives the, the friendly one. Yeah. Ronaldo. Speaking of the, the hydrogen stations, uh, they're talking about spending $2 million in Vancouver to put a hydrogen station in. Oh, yeah? yeah. DiCaprio, what do you think he drives? you got to know this. Uh, the Titanic. Duh. Uh, <laughs> he's, just a, he's just a hood ornament on the Titanic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's driving a Tesla. You would get that because uh, he's like uber hippie. Johnny yeah. Depp, 51 Mercury. Of course, Johnny That'd Depp's be cool. awesome. Yeah, yeah. Kanye West, he's driving a Bugatti. He's not a car guy. See now, yeah. Yeah, he is definitely not a car guy. What do we got for Drake? He's a nothing. No, I wouldn't think. Celebrities and their cars. Hmm. We should. Yeah, it's it's uh, uh you know. Uh, yeah. 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 Should we leave it on that note? Sure. Yeah. Sounds Celebrities good. and their cars. Celebrities kind of make cars. me depressed. Yeah, no doubt. I'm oh just thinking, man, if uh, we could ever have all the I money. Just, I did. I like. How do you judge even what a car guy is? I mean, you know, maybe know. Elon Musk is just a giant BMW head. 
Yeah. You know, but then his list should read like, you know, BMW 2002, because that's what he would have. Not a 2002 model year, the model 2002. Yeah. That would be probably what he'd have. And I don't know. So I I'm just what... not sure. And then, and people ask me what my celebrity car is. I, I can't. I, my head is spinning. See, I think you guys like Floyd Mayweather and, and you know, Conor McGregor yeah. and stuff like that is that they're simply buying those supercars because they want to look cool. They're not car guys. No, they're not car guys. No, they're not no, car guys. 90% Jay- of the cars on the list there were bought for a for a reason other than the car. Even yeah. the hybrids. They were bought because, uh, yeah. I want to look like a goody two-shoes and exactly. drive myself a hybrid, they're which not actually true. costs more than anything else and pollutes more than anything. Like, I'm sure if you ask them what motor was in that or, and I don't know, talk to my mechanic. Or, exactly. You know, yeah. they're not car. Yeah. They're simply buying it for show. Yeah. But yep. They, yep. Can, they can. Absolutely. Can. They, they can. I can't. Game over. Done. I'm done. Well, Folks, thank, thank you for listening, guys. Don't forget, we're stupid. Stay stupid. Do you stay it? Stay. I'll say it. I'm stayed. Yeah, I'm stayed. I'm stand. Yeah. I can't even get the mumblers. Uh, yeah, exactly. Mumblers. Thank you for listening, people. We'll talk again. Talk to you soon. Peace.